you're in Seattle, Seattle. And you need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbouncedown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to episode 503 now, 503 episodes of the Ron and Don Show. That is just crazy. He's Ron Upshaw. I'm Don O'Deal, and we got a life-changing event, and at the time we're recording this, we got four seats left for this. That's thing. right. What's up, Ron and Don Nation? If you are thinking 2023 is my year, I want to stop being a renter, start being an owner, buy my first piece of real estate, this is your event. It's going to be great. It's about two hours. It's live. It's in person. It's in Factoria on February 16th. And I'm going to speak. Don's going to speak. I just got my presentation sort of dialed in this week. I'm really excited about it. And you're going to learn a lot. It's free of charge there. We're not trying to upsell you on anything. We really want to... Uh, try to help you uh, change your life for the better. That was the thing. Don and I did a very deep dive at the end of 2022, and we said, what do we want Ron and Don Real Estate to be about? And uh, after a lot of back and forth and some heated heated discussions, we said, we want to help people change their life for the better. Like, that is our mission statement, if we can all pull out our Stephen Covey Seven Habits of Highly Effective People notebooks, is we want to help people change their life for the better. That's what this event is all about, and that's why we're even doing this. Hey, just so I know, are you going to wear boots so you can, because we're exactly the same height, exactly. Bugs me will have an event like this. You dress up, you look sharp, appreciate that. But then I'll ask you, are you going for the taller boot? You'll say no, and then you always show up with the taller boot on. Are you and then to people want to take pictures, and it's like, ah, oh, you're about a half inch taller. I don't appreciate that. I just don't. So, Well, you do have some spiky hair on top, so that evens out the heel, <laughs> the heel height. All right. Anyway, we'd love to take a picture with you guys. We'll see you February 16th. Should be a lot of fun. Coming up on this episode of the Ron and Don Show is Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. Is it finally parked? Also, we'll talk about a high school player. And you've probably heard about this. Uh, he was actually a coach who posed as a player. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Before we get to that, though, let's get to something more serious. Everybody's talking about the NFL this week. Everybody's talking about the Super Bowl. And nobody is talking about these newfangled helmets that you see everybody in the NFL wearing except for some of the old quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers. He refuses to wear one of the new helmets. Richard Sherman... You're, from your Seattle Seahawks is actually behind funding some of the technology for some of these new helmets that we see. And Ron, we saw in preseason guys wearing things on their helmet that looked like a big egg carton, right? And, th- and, and guys did not like wearing that stuff in front of fans. They didn't like cameras to be on because they look, it, it does look a little ridiculous. It's like the Mario Kart mushroom head. Yeah. And then, and now you look at some of these panels and one of the biggest problems that they have in, in solving uh, the CTE crisis in the National Football League is the fact that no matter what you do, no matter what you do, the brain is still inside your skull and it's still inside there sloshing around. And if you slosh it too much, you're going to get, you're going to get uh, a concussion. And if you continue to slosh it around, concussions get easier and easier and easier. Troy Aikman, left the National Football League because of concussions. 
I don't think it has shown up in his broadcasting yet, but if you listen to him broadcast, what he says is very simple. Uh, he is certainly not John Madden. He sticks his foot in his mouth every once in a while culturally and has to come out at least once or twice a year and apologize. It'll be interesting now to see the GOAT, Tom Brady. He will enter the booth, right? He'll enter the booth. Think about some of the other guys in the booth that have concussions. Tony Romo, people really loved him initially. Now they don't. And you're seeing people really pick apart some of the things that he says when he's covering a game. Is that CTE showing up in his life? Uh, I look at, and, and, and he left the game because of concussions, right? Another quarterback that left because of concussions. Quarterbacks can stay around the, the NFL game till well in their 40s. Tom Brady has showed us, and so can kickers and punters. But when it comes to the concussions, Ron, do you think we'll see this in number 12 when he shows up? You said he just signed a $300 million. It's north of $300 million. Yeah, and there's this new article out about all the men that have died in the National Football League just in the past two years, and they were all under 50. And some of them, like Junior Seau or Dave Dorison, they took their own lives, and they shot themselves in the chest, and they said, study my brain. It went to the brain bank in Boston, and they said, yeah, these guys have this horrible protein growing on the brain uh, called CTE. This is still a problem in the National Football League that I don't think gets talked about much. Oh, it's it's absolutely a problem. The Sports Illustrated cover article that had a, a picture of Junior Seau in his Charger uniform, is uh, it's a sad and yet fascinating read. And I think they said since, is it in the last two seasons, like 44 former NFL players have died. I just uh, said that. I don't think you gave the number 44. But said, my, I, I said the number was under 50. Okay. So <laughs> the, um, the thing that I think about with this, which is tough for like people are critical of the NFL and I think they should be, but let's take the, the, the counter narrative on this. So the, you have these, these talented, young, athletic guys. Most of them are not Tom Brady and play into their 40s. Most of them play, I think the average is 2.8 seasons or something like that. Yeah, three years. So, so yeah. they, they don't play for a very long time. So they're at peak physical condition. Uh, hopefully you made some money and you kept it in there. And so now you retire. So is it the, the one argument would be, well, the NFL should provide some structure for them. The NFL made so much money off these guys that they should provide. They should do. They should create some sort of environment uh, for these people to go into these ex players to help them transition. So I I understand that narrative. Uh, I understand the desire for people to want that, especially when you get these uh, folks that that die or that take their own lives. It's very sad. On the other side of that coin, is there another profession that does that? Like, like we made a ton of money for the radio industry. Does the radio industry, are they obligated to go, hey, we really need to help Ron and Don transition out of their career? Like, they gave us the best years of their lives. and We, we have great pensions. I'm just... But there's no real assistance in like, hey, let me let me give you some job training. Are you going to stay in this career? Or let me provide you with some structure to do every day. So I yeah, guess but I'm, we aren't in a car wreck every time. No, I understand. Blows. I understand. Yeah, I'm just saying like, is it the NFL's responsibility? And I'm not saying that it isn't, but I'm just as a thought experiment. Are do we want them to come in? It's like, okay, you're 28, you're you're a multimillionaire, you've now retired. Here, come to this camp. Come to this job fair. We're going to require you to enter this retraining program. Like, like it's like, no, dude, I'm out. Like for a lot of these guys, they're going to go back to their hometown. 
They're going to fall in with their old buddies. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Uh, they're going to, you know, we only, we only hear about the outliers. We only hear about the guy that either went broke and got arrested or died. Or you hear about the guy that like got a big TV contract or, you know, did something really unique. And it's like, oh, now he's doing, now he's on Good Morning America. Like those are the only two stories you hear. You don't hear about the vast majority of the guys in the middle that go back to Georgia or they go back to Minneapolis. And now they're just a guy that may not have their college degree. They don't really know anything. They they have no other job skills. They Maybe they don't want to be a coach. And so now you're a 28-year-old insurance salesman, or you're a 28-year-old guy that's going to go back to school, or you're a 28-year-old guy, 28 guy that like goes and applies at UPS or something, get, opens a car dealership or works at a car. So like, is it the NFL's job, do you think, to shepherd these guys post-career? Well, I think they're trying to do that. And a, and a judge said a number of years ago, yes, it is your job. So they, they set aside a billion dollars. I think you make some good points, Ron. I think it really comes down to owners. There's lots of owners. Like when we work for the Raiders, Al Davis totally embraced his past. And he wasn't afraid of having a Jim Otto on his staff who had 11 different operations. And one time when the Raiders were flying, they had to land the plane because he was having a cardiac issue because one of the plates that's in his body, right? So, so Al Davis didn't have a problem embracing Jack Tatum, who was the assassin and, and celebrated uh, the way he played football. You could not play today. He would get kicked out of the NFL. He'd be fined every week. You would not be allowed to play the way that George Atkinson played. But, but you look at these guys later on and Al knew that he, and, and in fact, to the day he died, he kept, he kept over a hundred guys on his payroll that were former players. And he would just give them ridiculous jobs. Like Jack Tatum's job was to make sure that the players had their uh, socks pulled up uniform compliance and to make sure that the gate was open because the stadium used to have a gate and he would go early and he would unlock the gate. And so, and so you have owners like him that have embraced the past and they're not afraid to have some of those athletes and the greatness of some of those athletes along with their struggling bodies. Uh, he didn't mind those guys being around his current players. In fact, he liked it. Jerry Jones, on the other hand, he doesn't like former players. He doesn't want them in the building. Uh, he doesn't want them in the building because then younger players can look at the older player who has a walker, is on an oxygen tank, uh, can't think, uh, can't remember what he said 30 minutes ago. Jerry Jones doesn't want that. He, he doesn't want the Tom Landry era. Uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, when you look at the Super Bowls, he never talks about uh, Tom Landry playing in the Super Bowls. Uh, it's always as he became the owner. And it's one of the reasons they've never really gone back. They tried to get him. They built a statue to, to embrace Tom Landry. Uh, he has a hard time embracing Jimmy Johnson, and he's the one that helped him win those Super Bowls. He made Roger Staubach pay full retail for a luxury box. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, dude, he's Roger Staubach. I know. So, what so, are you doing? So anyway, I think it's really the owner's that have to have some sense of how are we going to take care of our players. Uh, and I think Pete Carroll does a nice job with this. He always welcomes back old players. They do a nice job of putting people up in the ring of honor. Uh, you look at the 12th man flag. It's a great way to embrace not only former football players, but other athletes and musicians and famous people that have some kind of connection to Seattle. I think that's very nice. But yeah, I, I think the National Football League should think about an on-ramp and an off-ramp uh, for their players. We will I, see you. What's that? Real quick, I just want to say, I, I think the, the NFL should come back in like three or four years after they retire. 
and really double down because I think you don't know what you don't know when you're young and you're in your twenties and you just got out of the league circle back when they're, you know, 32, 33 and really embrace them. I think that's really the solution here. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side of that. Hey, it's Ron and Don here for Les Schwab. You know, the weather's starting to change a little bit, getting a little bit better. Some of us are thinking, hey, maybe I'm going to do a road trip. Maybe I'm going to go up to the ski area. Maybe I'm going to go across the mountains. If you're doing any of those things before you go on a big trip, go get your free Les Schwab pre-trip safety check. They're going to take a look at your tires, your battery, your brakes, your alignment, and more. Then if there's anything that needs uh, fixing, they're going to recommend based on what you really need. Or what if you need some fixings, Ma? (laughs) Anyway, I think that's the Beverly Hillbillies 1943. Anyway, if you need new tires, you guys, save up to $150 right now. It's Les Schwab's Founders Day celebration sale. You can select tire sizes, different types. All you got to do is go to LesSchwab.com and see what's available right now. That's LesSchwab.com or stop by yeah, a Les Schwab Tire Center. Just about 84 locations that serve you to find the one near you. Again, LesSchwab.com. That's Les Schwab, where they've been doing the right thing since 1952. Hey, you guys, we just want to take a moment to thank everyone that got their Ron and Don sit-down mug and their Ron and Don coffee pot in 2022 and here we come in 2023 what i mean by that whenever we sit down with somebody we give them a camp mug that says ron and don i sat down with ron and don and then after we've done a transaction where maybe we bought a piece of real estate together or we have sold a piece of real estate or invested in a piece of real estate then around this time of year we send them the coffee pot that says ron and don on it too that way we can't be forgotten that's correct if you want to sit down with us and talk about your real estate journey it's pretty simple takes 30 to 45 minutes it's absolutely free to do it and let's find out together if we would be a good team in 2023 to work toward whatever it is on your real estate quest. Yeah, there's two ways you can do this. They're both very easy. One is you can just email me directly, ron at ronanddon.com. Just say, hey, Ron, uh, I heard you guys talking about the sit-down. What do I need to do? Second thing is you can go to ronanddonsitdown.com, poke around the website a little bit, read up a little bit on uh, what people are saying about us, what our reviews are, what uh, more information there is, and you can schedule a sit-down right there. Just hit the schedule a sit-down button. All right. We'll see you guys at the sit-down, and believe me, when you see us in person, yeah, we're as scary as we sound. (laughs) Now back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to uh, the Ron and Don Show. Let's talk about our glory days because uh, a lot of people are thinking about football this week, and we're thinking about some of the sports that we used to play, and and maybe we never got to a Super Bowl. Uh, but as we look back, I think we've all had little Super Bowls uh, in our lives, right? Anyway, I have this reoccurring dream, and then I read about this 22-year-old coach that posed as a high school player and went and played some basketball. Boy, was he good. It was a a she, by the way. I know. (laughs) And I thought about that, and everybody was very upset about this. And, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. At the same time, I I have a reoccurring dream. It happens a couple times a year. I'm at El Dorado High School. I come out of the tunnel at Milne Stadium. 
And there I am for some reason with a bunch of 16, 17, and 18-year-old versions of my friends. Wait, are you current age or in this dream? Are I'm you, current age. So you're you you now. I'm showing up, but it's in, all my friends like Adam Powell and it's Mike Mara and it's Danny. And, and it's those a, guys are all teenagers? They're all still in high school. Okay, but you're you're all geared up. I'm, you're geared. I'm, I am 55 and I got all the gear on and I look amazing and I go out and I just kick some... Yeah, play a little fullback, a little linebacker. They even put me in, so, uh, gave me a couple jet You don't sweeps. have like a third quarter thing like, my back! Somebody <laughs> help me off the turf! Anyway, we did something on the radio one time called I Have One Good Hit Left In Me. And in one afternoon, I went and I played Antoine Jameson from the Golden State Warriors one-on-one. And I scored a bucket, you guys. I took on... Uh, what is the name? It was John Ritchie. He was the fullback. John Ritchie. Did the Oklahoma tackling drill with him with the Raiders. And then I went and I took batting practice with the A's. And I was, I think I was 33, 34 at the time. It was a thrilling time. It was, it was and I was the play by play announcer. It's yeah. actually a very cool day. Like it I was a cool if, day. If anyone else had ever done that. Yeah. It was a very, very cool day. I got to wear all the uniforms and everything. It was great. So I'm very appreciative for some of the moments and Are some we of the freedoms talk that about we had in broadcasting. You claiming to get a hit? Off of the Oakland A's BP uh, pitcher, I didn't get reality. a hit. I got four, but we can we we don't have to. They go were there. they were inbounds. I still have the bat, and you can see where the ball hit the bat. And and, and these guys, these guys, when I was you there, you put the ball in play. Is what you claim? They were throwing a hundred over a hundred miles an hour. You're claiming you put the ball in play. Is that what you're saying at, right I'm now? Standing at the plate. So and then I went up there throughout the first pitch. It felt when I threw out the first pitch. And you threw one out too. It went way, mine went way over the catcher's head. Uh, and I did this at, at a Mariner game as well. Way over the catcher's head. You're a little high and wide. Really, really high. But it had to be going about 38 miles an hour. It's, and I threw my arm out. I threw my honking arm out because the crowd's there. They're watching. Well, it's Oakland A's. There's no crowd. There. So which, uh, which sport, looking back with this gauzy after-school special memory of yours, uh, which event do you feel like you really shined in the baseball the basketball or the football all of them yeah really? I, I i score touchdowns and hit home runs in every scenario there's not a scenario where i don't come up being a superstar slam dunk, three, six, the slam hero dunk. of my own story okay yeah because that's what we do you just become the hero of your own story and i love a good dream where i come out on top why wouldn't i it is bizarre though that i'm play, i'm playing with my friends who were 16 17 18 years old at the time and sometimes i will see them on facebook and i'm just like nope I defriend them because they look so damn old. And I'm like, I don't want to see you anymore for the rest of my life because I don't think I look that old yet, but I probably kind of do when people look at my pictures. So yeah, I leave my friends in the dust on that. And I'm just, and then somebody will say, Hey, we're not friends anymore on Facebook. And I'm like, I know. And we're not going to be is what I want to tell them. So the problem with this coach, she, she was a, a 23 year old assistant basketball coach and she went into the game as a 13-year-old. Yeah. And she wore because uh, one of their star players couldn't make it. So she wore the jersey of the star player. Her problem was she was too good. Right. Like, she's taking inbound passes. She's sinking 15-foot jumpers. She's boxing out. Like, she has really – she's a coach. Yeah. She has good technique. She has good skills. If she would have just not been as good yeah. – I don't think she would have got fired. I don't think the head coach would have got fired because the both of them, when this news came to light, where it's like, wow, 
that 13 year old looks very mature that that 13 year old really has a good jumper uh it turns out it was a 23 year old she just she couldn't help herself she was the don o'neill of female basketball coaches yeah once she got inside the lines there's one speed and one speed only yeah anyway yeah if there's if there's any high school football teams out there that need a 55 year old to show up underneath the friday night lights we'll, we'll just keep the lights real dim they won't even know. And I'll just be out there. I bet I could go three plays. I, I would love to see. I would pay money to see that. <laughs> I really would. Let's talk more in 60 seconds. Three, two, one. Buy down. What the hell does that mean? Uh, Mitch is here from Mitch.loans. What is a three, two, one buy down? Because... When the market was going crazy these past couple of years and there weren't enough homes for all the buyers and money was cheap, I didn't hear of a three, two, one, buy down. What is that? Yeah, and investors are definitely bringing it back. And you hear me say all the time, your rate is not your rate. There's room to negotiate. And now with sellers being in a little bit of a panic, they can actually give you money to buy down your rate. They can do it up front or they can do a buy down. And a 3-2-1 buy down means that you get a rate of 3% less than the market rate for a year, 2% less for another year, 1% less for another year. And it's the year four that you finally actually start paying the current rate. And if you refi out, you actually get all of that prepaid interest refunded back to you. So there's no risk. If rates drop in the next year, you get all that money back. You didn't waste that money. Yeah. So you hear everyone say all the time, date the rate, marry the property. That's how you do it with a three, two, one. Buy down from Mitch.loans. Reach out to him today. All right, you guys, before we get out of here, do you think this is true or... It's just this is just a crazy story about a crazy train. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne now saying he has canceled his 2023 uh, touring schedule. I had no clue that he was touring. He's well into he, his seventies. He 70s. still sells out stuff because what he does is really smart. Is he all the lower bills are the hottest bands in sort of alt metal and metal music. Yeah, and so he puts together like the Ozfest concept yeah. where. M- a lot of people still come to see Ozzy, but a lot of them are fans of these other bands. So it's real smart. So it looks like everybody's there for Ozzy, but really everyone, like there's all the fan groups underneath him. So, but he is the headliner. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, it sounds like the crazy train is stopped. He's getting off the train. He's parking the train. Never going to get on the train again. I hear this though from from entertainers all the time, and I remember you and I was the year 1999, turning into 2000. Cher had a huge hit on the radio. We were on top five. We were on top 40 radio at the time, so we kept playing Believe over and over and over again. And this was her final tour, right? She 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 was on a final tour still like five years ago. She was she was finally touring. Well, is, it, is, it, is this Sharon Osbourne going? Hey. Sharon's out. They're divorced, and I don't think they... She does not manage him anymore, she, I don't think. She doesn't manage him anymore? No, they're like, he had an affair, she got a divorce, she went and do her view stuff. I don't... No, called, they're still together. Are they? Yeah. Do they get back together after all They've that? They've been together the whole time. Oh, man. Yeah, so, and, she does, I mean, and she does manage him. She... she uh, well, I'll stand corrected if that's true. That's shocking to me. Yeah. Um, he says... He, he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's. 
He says he has some uh, health issues, uh, but his voice is still strong and that he just cannot do the rigors of touring. When, when I read this story, it made Paul McCartney to be more remarkable because you see the, the stuff that he can still do. They're both in their 70s, um, but like Ozzy claims that he can still sing well, which I don't doubt that he could. But um, And it also made me think of Elton John, who this his farewell – Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour is up almost to $900 million grossing this year. And so he might look at that and go, maybe I do farewell to the Yellow Brick Road Part 2. Because this is closing in on a billion dollars. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. And, that, and it makes Bruce Springsteen. In fact, if you've seen some of his plastic surgery and Paul McCartney's plastic surgery, uh, my mom really likes watching Kennedy Center Honors. So we've been watching some of the old shows on there. And I would say 10 years ago, uh, the boss did not look good, and and Paul had jowls, and you look at him now, ten years later, uh, and not only do, do, is are their faces completely stretched out, but he still kind of looks like Paul Paul McCartney, and he still kind of looks like the boss. It used to not be that way right. when artists would get all this work done. But but both these guys hovering around eighty, uh, and I think Paul McCartney's there. Eighty going to turn eighty one, and the boss is on his way there. They look sensational, and then when you hear people that have actually gone to a show, and Paul was here for for I think it was night to night. He filled it out twice, right? Climate Pledge Arena. People said he sounded as good as he has ever yeah, he sounded. Still sounds great. Did you Which, see? And, the, it, and it's hard to do that in a big arena. It's hard to sound great in a big arena. Did so. you see the uh, Howard Stern? Uh, Bruce Springsteen, like two hour interview. No, he's doing a lot of those. It's, and it's I, really I listen, good, but, but I I'll just to say the this series with him and Barack Obama that I thought it's, was, it's fantastic. That was a good series. Um, one of the worst concerts I've ever been to Bruce oh. Springsteen. One of the worst. Cause he didn't play the hits. He played the, uh, this, the one album back to back, which was like, had zero hits on it. Yeah. I left early. It's wow. horrible. Yeah. It's one of the worst shows I've ever been to, and I was very excited to see him. I guess I'm glad I went to it and never want to see it again. These wow. people that go to hundreds of Bruce Springsteen shows, you can have it. Like, it was not good. What about if he's with the E Street Band? He was with the E Street Band. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, we got a life-changing event coming up and just a few seats left on. Yeah, so you can go to ronanddon.com slash change. What we're looking for is people that this is your year, you want to make a positive change and stop being a renter, start being an owner. You don't know what to do. You don't know the strategy. You don't, kind of don't know where you're at. You've checked your credit score, and maybe you're flipping through listings on one of the apps. This is for you. So sign up at ronanddon.com slash change. What are we going to serve, turkey wheels? I don't know what we're. I think it's going to be all stuff that where you don't need a fork or a knife. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, hey, don't forget ronadon.com if you want to get signed up for Ronadon Sit Down. Uh, we are actively talking to lots of people right now that are bringing their homes to market. Real estate is back, you guys. Right? Real estate is back. So if you're looking to sell, I want you to reach out to me, Don at ronadon.com. Let's schedule a Ronadon Sit Down today, and that'll come out to your property, and then. Uh, you can make fun of me and I'll make fun of you. And it's kind of what you do, right? No. I'll come out to your property. I'll bring you a brand new Ron and Don camp mug. And then uh, we'll hang out together. So ronanddonsitdown.com, you guys. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. It's the Ron and Don Show. Oh, they on the Ron and Don Radio Network. 
Now keep your head up and your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.